Hi guys, welcome back and happy Thursday. All right guys, well we're so excited because one of my favorite shows ever to recap would be Vanderpump Rules because who better to recap Vanderpump Rules than Jason and I? And I'm not saying anything against any other content creators. I think it's so amazing because we all cover so many different Bravo topics. But one thing that is so special about Vanderpump Rules to us is the fact that we worked for Lisa Vanderpump. We have a big love for Lisa Vanderpump and we've seen the production, we know the cast, and we know some of the shady things that go on behind the scenes, okay? So before we jump in, if you guys haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. And just like you see on the banner below, we have our exclusive with Melissa Gorga. We're spilling some of the Real Housewives of New Jersey tea, and she's telling us who the least qualified housewife is. Yeah, that premieres at 1 p.m. Eastern, and the link is pinned in the live chat. Let's welcome Jason. Hello. I'm tuning in just to see who the who she thinks is the least qualified housewife. Did I not tell you? Jersey. No. Oh. Oh, wait. No. No, I didn't. I didn't tell you. I no, told, you didn't. <laughs> I totally did not tell you. No. It was so funny because in our interview, obviously, you know, like since the the show was filming, you can't really get spoilers. So you have to navigate the questions really well. But I felt like it was weird. I felt like I was talking to a friend. I love when the interview is comfortable. You know, and the yes. person is willing to give information and they're not just like an ice block of like, you're not going to get past me because then those interviews are super boring. And this was not one of those. Again, go check it out. Smash the like button. I can't and we'll wait. see you in the live chat. I can't wait. You know, it's so funny. The, the amount of... Sh- Ooh, can I say that here? Wait, what channel yeah, are we on? Amount yeah. of sh- the amount of shit that you get, um, which is so crazy. It's like on one video, I was going through the comments and it's like, Adam, you're such a... Beep, 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 you know, uh, you're so biased, uh, Team Teresa. Then on the other video, it's Adam, you're so blah, 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 you're so biased, you're Team Melissa. Can and it be okay so to be confused. two people? Like, is, the, is it okay to be, I like all of them, to be honest with you. I love Margaret. I love Dolores. I love Teresa. I love Melissa. I love the whole show. And everyone's like, you know, sometimes we come and we ask for changes, like cast changes. Like when we were talking about Vanderpump Rules one year. It would be so great if they changed the cast up or did this. Sometimes it's best to leave the shows alone. And Jersey is killing it. Vanderpump Rules. I was just recapping with uh, Grace Report on her channel right before this. She is so fun to talk to, by the way. And we were saying that, like, do not change this cast. Don't change Vanderpump Rules. Let it go for another season after this because it is so good right now. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Well... With that, Jason, let's jump right in. Um, I'm going to ask the live chat, but I want you to answer this first. Guys, in the live chat, last night, we see Katie Maloney get kicked out of the bar. We have friends and family. We don't know what the hell is going on. And Raquel keeps continuously shooting her shot. I'm loving Raquel this season, by the way. I am not mad at her. But uh, rate this episode 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. Jason, we're going to start with you. And guys, don't forget to smash that like button. I'm going to have to give it an 8. I'll give it a solid eight. I really love, again, I love the editing that we're getting. I love the production value we're getting. I think it's, Grace said something on our recap too. She's like, can you think of another reality show who kind of lost their wind and then all of a sudden just came back like so hard, like Vanderpump Rules? And I'm like, no, I can't. It didn't happen with Jersey Shore. I can tell you that. But this is great. It's great. I'm going to give it an eight. You know what though? Vanderpump Rules was not the fault of a lot of the cast members and the ones who it was the fault of for like the the dismantlement they were fired 
right? Sure, right. there were a lot of people questioning would there be a show, but even when we spoke to Lala, I get they filmed season nine while they were coming out of the pandemic and they're trying to figure out where can we film, where can we not film. Life was just still weird. You can tell now we're like, it's finally nice to see like our housewives, our Vanderpump Rules cast. We're like getting acclimated back to normal life, which feels good because we had a solid year, year and a half where it was a little depressing to watch our franchises. I didn't know what the future of Bravo looked like, let alone Vanderpump to Rules. Anything, right? And it's crazy how it's all it's all coming, to, maybe not back to normal, but it's changed as well. Um, right. You know, something I was talking about with Grace too. Why did I just lose my train of thought? What did you just say? I don't know. So much Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Let's get into oh, it. Oh, that's what I was going to say is what? about Raquel because you like her this season. And I've been kind of, my eyes have been open to a little bit of like, maybe there is, there are other, maybe Raquel isn't as innocent as we think she is. Mm, because just like when we too. were talking to DJ Richie, uh, DJ Richie Sky about Robin on the Real Housewives of Potomac and how she's activated this season, mm -hmm. I'm feeling the same thing from Raquel. Raquel is like, you know what? I'm going to come in hot. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, she's she's coming in. She literally. Let's get into it, Jason, since you just recapped this with Grace. And I just got back from trying to figure out what the hell was going on with our electric. And also, thank you, Endub. Guys, we're doing a members-only live next week. And Endub sent us some of her amazing soaps. I can't wait to share them with you guys. And she sent us this beautiful letter and one for Pops. It means so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're going to be promoting the hell out of her. Her soaps are incredible. She makes them at yes. home. And she's just been such an amazing supporter of the community. And she's on YouTube now. So if you want to go watch what she does you can do that yes we have to promote cool? her. we're gonna put you in the description of this video um okay jason take us through the episode where do we start where do we start let me think um i want to i want to kind of jump in on the whole raquel alley situation how i i think that okay let's just start here and i don't know where i am in the episode but yeah yeah so far this season, we've seen a lot of Raquel Ali interaction. And I think Ali's trying to be the cool girl who like wants to be okay with being friends with the ex. She knows she's on a reality a reality show, so she kind of has to be. Right. But um I just feel bad for Ali right now because I feel like she's she's playing therapist between James and Raquel. There are obviously some unfinished feelings between James and Raquel. Um and Ali is just like stuck in the middle here. And one of the questions I was asking myself is, is it necessary for Raquel to go up to Ali and talk about the Lala situation or things in the past? Shouldn't that be up to the person in the relationship going through the relationship to identify and to kind of decide for themselves, you know, in the relationship? I think in normal circumstances, yes. I think that Raquel showed up this season and production let her know, hey, if we don't have you filming with James, it's not like you had this huge prominent role before. We want to keep you around and see what single you know, life looks like. But like you said with Robin, we need you to get a little bit activated. We need to see a little bit more of you being comfortable coming out of your show. Like what's going on? You have to give us something. And I think that's what they told her. And she's like, 
listen, I don't know what the hell is going on. I, at first at the reunion said I was going to go back to school. I was engaged to this guy who I thought was kind of douchey to me. And now I'm moving on and I'm like, what do I do with my life? But hey, Vanderpump Rules is hitting me with a fat paycheck. So I might as well give them something while I'm trying to figure this out. And I think that's exactly what she did. Raquel came up, she showed up and she showed out. However, if this was, if these were normal circumstances, I think that this would have been weird for TV. I think it makes sense. But for what? He cheated on you with Lala forever ago. They're laughing about it in your face. Is it effed up? And should that be maybe a signal for Ali? Yeah, 100%. But she already knows about it. So I don't necessarily think it's an appropriate conversation to have, especially at a nightclub while everyone's drinking. Right. Yeah. No, 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I just, you know, the whole, staying on Raquel and this whole situation with her and Katie and Sheena and Sheena supposedly, or, you know, telling Uh-oh. Raquel to go out with Tom Schwartz. And now Katie is like, Sheena's a shitty friend and saying, why would she have Tom on the podcast? And why would they talk about this? Um, and then James interjects too. Oh, it's like the same thing that happened when I broke up with Raquel. Raquel was on sh- uh, shenanigans with Sheena. The thing is, is Tom and Raquel can choose where they want to go and who they want to talk to. I think it would be better to go talk about the situation everyone's talking about with maybe a friend than maybe some random blogger or random YouTube personality. You know what I mean? I thought that was not really a bad thing. Like, let's talk about it, but let's talk about it in a safe space. But Katie is looking at it like you're involving yourself in my... my. Uh, not even marriage anymore, you know, and Katie's anger is directed in all of the wrong places, right? Because she's sitting with Raquel and Lala and Raquel said, you know, I mean, I, it's not like I would have a real relationship with, with Tom, with Schwartz. It's not like whatever, it would just be kind of more of a, you know, whatever. And I'm like, Katie, that's, that's strike one. Okay, because you just heard her say that possibly she'd hook up with your ex-husband. And then later on the episode. Oh, true. Very true. And then later on in the episode with Ariana, Raquel is sitting there saying, oh, I went up to Schwartz and asked him to make out with me. Strike two. But where does Katie go? Katie goes, well, Sheena. And it's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you not hear this girl twice say that she would gladly hook up with your man? I swear to you, last night I texted Sheena and I said, first of all, hold on, what did I say to her? I'm not going to tell you her response, but I said, one, you'll never be a troll to me because she wouldn't. (laughs) And two, I said, also Katie's girl's trip is weak. But I think it is weak. Like, this is your girl's trip, girl. No, we talked about this last night. No, no, but I think it's a weak trip. I do. I think it's a weak trip. This is season 10. You're making a shit ton of money. We have Mexico. The focus of trips will be on Sheena's wedding in Mexico. Now, is Sheena all innocent? No. But I don't really think that she's warranted all this stuff from Katie. I I really don't. Right. Right. Unless I'm totally missing something here. Um, Sister S said, also, Sheena explained on her podcast that it was Raquel who came up to her asking her to go on her podcast. Okay. Adam and Jason, you two look great today. You have a great day coming. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. You know, it's kind of nice. I might have to recap um, Vanderpump Rules with Grace Report because she like warmed me up. Yeah. And she she gave me some really good insight onto what she thinks. And I'm like, now I'm I'm looking at my notes. I'm like, oof, I'm not sure. 
that's why it's always so fun to watch these things with different collaborators or content creators because you're and always getting a different it. perspective. That's that's why I love collaborating because whether it's me and Kempire or me and So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey or DJ Richie Sky, Grace Report, it doesn't matter who it is. There's always going to be moments where we're looking at it through different lenses and we don't agree. So I right. think that that's... Is lenses a word or a different lens? A different... Look at through a different... Lens? I don't know. Let's okay. move on. <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right. So now we have this bar. The funny thing is, is Jason, you've been, you know what's about to come. And nobody told us this information. And I don't want to sit here and confirm something that we can't confirm. But Jason has been speculating since the beginning of Shorts and Sandy's. Go ahead, take it away. I said that Lisa is going to come in and save the day. Why are we showcasing Schwartz and Sandy's on the intro to Vanderpump Rules if mm. it is not going to play an, an integral part in the story, right? And then we see previews of them having troubles and Lisa saying, look how much money they put into it. I'm like, oh, you're going to come save the day and this is going to be the storyline. And then we're going to have this grand opening. All of a sudden, we're going to have staff. It's going to get a little a little bit zhuzhed up, but just like Tom Tom, because she wanted to open Tom Tom with them. Obviously she owns 95% of Tom Tom. Are they going to find themselves in the same situation where if Lisa and Ken buy Greg out, because in the preview, we see them offering the money. If you guys want to buy Greg out and the money's on the table, you know, but are they going to be in the same situation that they wanted to get out of? They wanted to go do their own thing. They wanted to be responsible for the restaurant. They wanted to run the restaurant. And now are they going to be in the same position of, well, we don't own Schwartz and Sandy's? Well, no, anymore? I don't think so because they've already invested so much. So they still have the same equity. In order for, for Lisa and Ken to come in and kind of make them more minimal partners, they would have to not only buy out Greg's part, but then also continue to put more money in and buy a portion of Tom Shorts and a portion of Tom Sandoval and a portion of Tom Sandoval's parents. Like that's, you can't that's just... That's true. You know what I mean? Just because crazy they Crazy to me. Part. It's crazy to me that we had... I, I didn't know that Tom's family put in a quarter of a million dollars into this restaurant. And we know from being in LA, a successful restaurant in LA is lasting five years. Okay. The fact that Lisa and Ken own Sir Pump and Tom Tom, and they have, I think Tom Tom is coming up to five years, and they have been running and running. That is a successful restaurant. Mm -hmm. So to invest that much money, and you don't even know if it's going to flop, it takes a lot to regain back all that loss um, from opening a restaurant because you have to pay back your investors, you have to pay your staff, you have to pay everything. So it's it does take time. It makes me also kind of wonder too, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I question, is Greg a prop? Is Greg an actor? Is Greg an actor? Was I want Greg to know if Greg's an actor. <laughs> to have this conversation with Lisa and be like, how are the boys? And he's like, they suck. They don't know what they're doing. They're scattered. I don't know what you did with them. And she's like, I want to, oh, oh, really? let's look up Greg. We need to look up Greg. What Got restaurants it. does he own? Because does like Lisa that. already own part of Schwartz and Sandy's? Mm-hmm. Ask, ask the live chat because they will. They'll find him. Guys, who is Greg <laughs> from Vanderpump Rolls? Let's find him and let's find out, is he an actual restaurateur? But also, Lisa Vanderpump has been doing this for a long time, and she knows that the Bravo fans will look up everybody who comes across the screen. So she's not stupid. She might have been like, hey, friend, I know you're a restaurateur. When they look you up, they'll see that. Listen, I'm going to, I will pay see you from the show a little bit. We just want you to come in and film with them a little bit. I'm going to invest in them, and we're going to pretend like we're buying you out. Right? Right. 
Yeah. It makes me think. They'll never know you owned just a diner in the 60s. No one, no one will ever know, Greg. Uh, poor Chris Mack is like, Deno, but I don't like the name Greg. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, man. All right. So getting back to it, Schwartz and Sandys, I thought, listen, I thought the friends and family, I thought it was cute. I think that the place is going to be super cute. I think it probably already is. It looks like somewhere that you just, you took some shrooms, you got on acid, you went on a trip fest and you walked in. Like, but mind you, when they got creative, they got creative on microdosing on shrooms. So that makes probably a little bit of sense why the place looks like it does. What were your thoughts? it's definitely like, it gives me that boho chic kind of vibe that that whole neighborhood it's in Franklin Village. It's like that whole young, like the young actors. I mean, I know where it is and it right. just feels like a really chill place for that neighborhood. And it's up and coming. I I don't know. It, it's not as sexy or sophisticated as a Vanderpump restaurant. Okay. Right. But that's okay. You know, I, mean, but I don't think it really would be. Right? Because it's always right. going to be like a little less than. It's them. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, mean, I'm not saying like a little less than. Like, I mean, we have Lisa Vanderpump who has unlimited funds. Right? Right. And then you have Tom and Tom who are opening up their first actual real bar by crowdfunding, essentially going around and figuring out who's going to invest into this to make this dream come true. Coming up with investors and putting their heads together and trying to figure out... Ugh, what are our, like, how do we make our ideas? I feel like Shorts and Sandy's is a Lisa Vanderpump restaurant on that 70s show. Yeah. And I, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. But people love that retro vibe. I think it's really cool. It's just a different crowd. It's just a different crowd. All right. Um, and by the way, I know we said this last night. I love seeing the Vanderpump groupies. I love it. I love it because we're friends with so, well, I'm friends with so many of them. I feel like you're not. But, um, I feel like you don't talk to them. But I love seeing them and I love seeing like, oh my God, hey Lisa. And like, hey guys. And it's like, you know, and I just remember being in the restaurant when production would be like, okay, we need like a filler. Like who, we need somebody who's just gonna be kind of not smart enough to come over here and know that they're not getting paid and just like be excited to be on camera. And we had so many people. And they have, they have found... They have yeah. found a herd of them. Yes, oh. this is very true. I mean, if, to me, it gets redundant. I don't. I wouldn't want to hang on someone and just you know be at every filming event you could possibly be at. But it is good to see the crowd, and it's really good to show the that there are real friendships and relationships in this small little bubble of restaurants. Right, the right. servers from Pump, Sir Tom Tom, like even living in LA and working in that environment, we were all friends with everyone. Right, right. But there are two different people who work at a better pub restaurant. People who want to make money, because you do make money at a Vanderpump restaurant, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then also people who want to be on the show. And when I used to hire people at Pump, I said, do you know about... I would ask, do you know about the show? And do you know who Lisa Vanderpump is? Oh my God, I love Lisa. Oh my God, I can't... I, are you guys... Do you guys film here? I'm like, oh, you're not going to work out here. Like that just is not going to work, right? So it's interesting to watch the dynamic. But it does show that there are some true friendships and relationships within the, the little circle. Hey, and you know what? Within the little circle, we got the one person that nobody can still convince me why she's on the cast. Are you talking about Charlie? Why? Why? 
because episode four, we are just getting Charlie. She's back from the Hamptons. Big whoop-de-doo. We didn't need to see all the pictures. And, oh, I had this. I spent $400 on dessert. Girl, last year you weren't eating pasta. Now you're spending $400 on dessert. You're confusing me. Why are you here? But Raquel needs an ear and she needs a friend. And really, she offered Raquel good advice. You don't need to insert yourself in the Allie and James situation. Allie has to figure out and identify the things with James that she thinks will work in her relationship or won't work moving forward. So Charlie offered some good advice. I was like, okay, Charlie, it's fine. Minimal Charlie, I'm okay with. Right. But this was a desperate attempt. Um, What they needed to... Okay, so I love this. Everyone's saying, what's wrong with um, Charlie? Magic Cat said, why is Charlie even here? Stephanie said, why do y'all dislike Charlie? And then... It's not personal. I just don't find a reason to... To, What's wrong with Charlie? Oh, her, when you said wrong. pasta, I remember I was like, who's Charlie? Yes. Okay. So for her, it's not a personal thing, but watching her, I get that Raquel can't just always film with Sheena. And right. then Tom Schwartz is on the fence. He doesn't even know that producers in their mind are like, oh, we're going to concoct the hell out of this and get every little scene that we can get with you two together to put this together. So she can't really film too much with him. She already broke it off with Peter in the first three episodes. She can't always just film with Sheena. Ariana, okay, every once in a while. And Katie and Lala, this is going to come to an end. And producers can see that with her sitting down with them and knowing what's about to transpire. And they're like, we need somebody else for her to talk to and film with. Cue Charlie. I'm, I'm willing to guarantee you Charlie's paycheck for this season was terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, as anyone starting on or being a friend of... This is her third season. Not a housewife. It is her third season, and that's crazy because first season, I you know, it was like, oh, why are you here? Second season, she started challenging Lala and Sheena a bit. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Am I interested? No, I just, no. I really wasn't because it just felt like an act of desperation. I just have to do something because I'm cast on the show. Now, can Charlie fit in as a friend to Raquel and we can grow from there? I'm willing to eat my words again like I ate my words about seasons eight and nine being the season of completion. I'm willing to see if Charlie can be like, in that role, a really good uh, addition. Yeah, I think but, that she can. I think that she'll be a great addition. I'm. Um, some people need a warm up, you know. I, I like seasons. her, and th- I don't. I don't want her shoved in my face. But if you're coming in to talk some sense, that's okay. Like I'm happy with Charlie not being a full time and taking the day rate, taking her paycheck, Take popping the day in, rate, girl, <laughs> giving giving Raquel some some sense, and then just like popping back out. Go. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the four hundred dollar dessert? Go brag about it to the rest of the staff because on TV, we don't care about that. But if you want to talk about the relationships and things about to go up in flames, yeah, Charlie, then bring it. I don't know. Who I ca- think they're Charlie- waiting for her to... St- okay, because remember, and even you talked with Sheena about this, in seasons eight and... Well, season eight, they tried to just recast with a whole bunch of newbies, right? Mm-hmm. That didn't really have connections or relationships, long-standing relationships with anyone, like Max Boyens, Brett, uh, Danica, Dana, uh, Charlie, right? And it seems like that didn't work, but now that we've solidified this cast that really is working and season 10 is bringing it just four episodes in, if Charlie can make her mark, let's say, as a friend of Raquel, and maybe it's still early in the season, we might see more of her, then I would be okay if she's if she stays okay but i just flopped yeah. on you didn't i flip-flopped yeah you did flip-flop on me a little bit i mean honestly, i'm not a, i'm I, not a, i'm not a charlie stan here okay like i that, honestly it could have been anyone talking to raquel you, full, you full have to remember too though the reason that we brought on all of these people 
it was because we were getting a Vanderpump Valley spinoff and we were getting the older Vanderpump Rules crowd moving into their new homes and they were going to kick that off with Stassi's wedding. That was going to be the segue into the spinoff and it was going to be a whole thing. And then everyone got fired because they started doing stupid shit, which rightfully so you get fired for. And then that spinoff didn't pan out. But honestly, I think that spinoff, the Vanderpump Rules, like the continuation in a different restaurant with who they were moving forward with I think it would have been a bust. I don't I think, think it so would have been too. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad the bo- both things that they were trying to R and D and and put out there and see if it would work. They saw Vanderpump Rules this season. They were like, "No, we need to keep it all in house. We need to keep it here. No spinoffs." Yeah. Um, Terry Martin said, "I love you guys and desperately could use some of both of your expert advice. Too long to send in chat. Is there a way I can schedule a?" Um, Terry, there's so much going on. Our power was just out. We're like adding 700 lives and we have a birthday party to go to tonight. But you can always send me a DM and we will always respond. Um, Or you can email us. Or email us, yeah. It's on the about. But thank you, thank you, Terry, for thinking of us. Um, N-Dub, hi. And thank you, N-Dub. We love you. N-Dub, we owe you. uh, I'm going to DM you right after this. All right. And then also, I know you all don't like Stassi, but we need a Stassi-like friend. I like Stassi. I like, we like Stassi. I don't like Stassi. What Stassi did to Faith was ignorant, stupid, and she deserved to, she deserved to be reprimanded for it. When she posted hashtag N-A-Z-I chic, and I didn't want to say that because the algorithm, when she was in Germany, also very ignorant and stupid. Like it's, you're, you think that you're teetering on the line of like funny and cute and really kind of like morbid. It's just, stupid it's really ignorant so i think when you get, get comfortable playing that role that she was playing and and that villainous character and and being loud all the time it's like you sometimes you cross the line and you crossed it too many times to, to be there but yes was stassi great tv a hundred percent she made a good point though too stassi stassi when she did tamron hall um that was like her crisis pr like stunt that they were trying to get her to do um she was explaining that production in Bravo, they were really trying to... The producers were trying to help her keep her job and explain to NBC and Bravo during the height of everything that was going on. They were like, we've encouraged her throughout the last seven, eight seasons to be this way, to be this villain. And that's that's what we're paying her for. And NBC was like, nope, not, don't care. They're, it's like you cross the line. And that's what happened. But now she's pregnant again. She has a New York Times bestseller. She sold out that whole book tour. I'm sure she's going to keep on putting stuff out. She has another podcast. And I feel like she's going to be on reality TV again before we know it. I was talking to some of uh, the Vanderpump Rules cast. They were like, how is she canceled? And she's doing better than us. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I didn't a, even think about that. A- you know what's crazy too is, it, and I have to give props to Grace Report again because she asked this question and I want to ask you the same question, okay? Do you think the cast, the cast that was dismissed are feeling any kind of envy or jealousy? Because when they left the show, the show dropped, right? Eight and nine, seasons eight and nine, not great. Now we're back with season 10, production value is up, editing is really good. Mm-hmm. Do you think they feel any kind of like, oh shit, when we left the show, we thought it would bomb. We've seen Kristen go off on how she would never you know like she doesn't like the show do you think they have any envy or jealousy right now because the show is actually smashing it um i think the ogs do i think a Jax taylor and a Kristen doty and a stassi would um because they rode on this whole high 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 horse of you need me 
Mm -hmm. We were the show. Mm -hmm. And now we're, I'm kind of invested into what we have right now. Right. No, exactly. I think, I think all of them, yes, for different reasons, like Brett Caprioni and Max Boyens, because that was the first season they were getting their chops wet. People were walking up to them. They were recognizing them and they were like reaching out like, oh my God, Max and Brett. And that probably was wild for them. And they were like, this is just the beginning. And they're hanging out with the Toms and Jacks going to these $2 million homes where these guys were bartenders just a few years ago, right? So they saw what the show could do. It was like right there in front of them and they lost it so quick. And then I think for the OGs, they're looking at it like, we we built the foundation of this show and you guys took it and you're going to F it up and it's going to fail. Watch without us. And now that it's not, and it almost did. We talked about this at the premiere. It literally made it to season 10 by a thread. But now I I think it's... They're, they're going to have no problem making it to season even, 11. Lisa herself and some of the cast were saying, we didn't expect a season 10. We thought we oh. were done. And now everyone is like, there's no end in sight. Lisa told me personally, sitting down, talking to her, that she had, she really genuinely did not feel like they were going to get another season. She was concerned. She said it was, I forgot, I don't want to put words in her mouth and this is not verbatim it was something to the effect of it was just a different energy coming out of the pandemic trying to film with everyone it was weird like the dynamics were weird whereas like this season they came in and it was just it stuck something stuck it is a bit odd though you were just mentioning the two million dollar houses that they had and and Mm -hmm. and stuff it's it's kind of weird to watch the growth of like Katie and Tom together buying this house, going into this this restaurant, Schwartz and Sandy's. But at the same time, now we see like Tom is in shambles. Like he's back in like a little apartment, like a little bachelor pad. Katie's back living over there. It it's it's definitely it, it's interesting because now I think we're gonna watch the rebound of Katie and Tom. You know, I think it's very humbling too, not just for them, but I think for viewers um to see that you might be on top one second and think that you know you have it all or whatever, but your life can come crashing down in a second. And I think that's a really depressing, but it's a reality check of just like, be grateful for what you have. Don't take anything for granted. Be humble. And just understand like, you, you came up to this, you can also lose it all, right? It's true. And, For Katie and Tom, they haven't lost it all, per se. Tom has invested a lot of money. I'm sure that he's a little nervous because Tom Sandoval, obviously, too, he said, at night, I pace my backyard and I'm wondering and we're spending all of this like hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm sure they're all stressed the hell out. But then for Katie, Katie's about to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, too, if she doesn't do this right. And what I mean is... the sandwich shop. The sandwich shop. Ariana in... Katie said they watched Tom and Tom and they learned from their mistakes, which might work out to their advantage. And sometimes I really do feel like women are smarter than men anyways. And I feel like they're I looking mean, at these two and they're like, usually you idiots. And they're like, we're going to, we're probably not going to come out too much out of our own pocket. We're probably just going to crowdfund, get some investors and then build this sandwich shop and keep all of our Vanderpump rules money. And it's going to be great. Well, listen, really quick, I want to jump on there and the sandwich shop and Katie's background in the restaurant industry and oh. a situation that happened in the show. Because I know we only have 10 minutes. You have yep. your um, interview well, premiering in 10 minutes. And yes. we were running late because of some power outages in our... Sorry, guys. We just built this house. So it's there's a lot going on. It's a but, lot. Um, 
there was the instance where Katie, which I really think Katie needs a break from Schwartz and Sandy's. It's a really dark place for her. She kind of blames the demise on their relationship because of this restaurant, right? But she yeah. needs to take a step back because this, even if it's family and friends, right? You're opening doors to people at Schwartz and Sandy's. You have people, they are there to see Tom and Tom, Schwartz and Sandoval. They want right. to see them. So that moment where Katie was like, literally telling a client a friend uh, a customer to like go away i was like girl you have been in the industry since you were a kid how do you not know this is not appropriate you, tom is the host of this restaurant you know lisa goes to her own restaurants for at least four nights a week that i know of for sure okay she's mm -hmm. back and forth to vegas she checks on on all of her stuff she knows what's going on and even if she is stressed, even if she just wants to go sit at her table and people are crowding her, asking or wanting to say hi. She is a host first, and Katie should realize that. That was yeah. kind of like, well, this goes back to the shit that used to make me so annoyed with Jax, like in the cast coming into Tom Tom. You know, one thing that I always have to applaud Schwartz, Sandoval, Ariana, Sheena, Lala, honestly, Stassi. Lisa Vanderpump. It's really everybody but Jax. And now seeing this moment from Katie, you when they would come in, they understood we are walking in. If they were filming, they really knew everyone's going to be here. We're filming. And if they weren't filming, they knew people are going to recognize us here. It's like if they, it's like them walking into BravoCon and thinking, oh my God, can I get away with nobody seeing me? Like that doesn't make sense. So if you're <laughs> going to walk you in the restaurant and want to have a conversation and you want it to be the serious conversation on camera, then girl, go have that serious conversation on camera another time. Go, go meet at your sandwich shop that doesn't exist yet and do it there where nobody can walk up to you because it doesn't exist yet and it, the doors aren't open well, and they and can't walk in and bother you. you. When that place does exist, I think it's going to be done very well. Are oh, we going to see Lisa? Sick. Are we going to see Lisa step in on this too? I hope so. I hope so too. I, mean, I do have to say though that conversation though, when this situation happened, Katie is sitting there telling Tom, trying to put these unrealistic boundaries. Right? They're getting a divorce on him. It's crazy yeah. to me because it's like she's putting boundaries on things that make her feel uncomfortable this is not the first time even if she's uncomfortable about sheena trying to push raquel which she's not what i think sheena was doing was trying to hey tom's in a really shitty place you're single go talk to him why not you know that's that's where i think she was coming from with it but katie is is just okay. putting these boundaries wait what 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 are you gonna say none of them are stupid let's just be real here okay let's get past like Let's break this down. Sheena obviously knows that pushing Raquel to hook up with Schwartz is going to piss off Katie. Okay? That's like... Okay, I so you think that was like really the plan? Let's go ask Sheena. I'm going to text her today. I'm no, going to no, ask you, her. And I'll, just I'll, do that. No, I want your opinion. I don't want you to text her. No, I but I, I want... Because in my mind, I want to know... Charlie made a good point. What if Sheena and Mike Shea got a divorce and then all of a sudden Mike Shea started dating Ariana? Would Sheena Very be a valid pet? point. This is not the first time in this friendship group. And this is, I almost said friendship. In this friendship it's, it group. It is a friendship group. It's a friendship group. Like, friendship let's group. be honest. That this has happened, right? They can't expect it not to happen. We've seen Kristen, you know, and Tom break up and Kristen's with James. We've seen Ariana come in and is with Tom. We have seen this before. This is the incestuous little 
yeah. circle of Vanderpump restaurants. Like this, this is what it is. Like, don't expect that now that you're leaving him and you're divorcing him, that he might not get with someone in the friend group. I mean, if you guys, <clears throat> it's interesting to see this. It was an official event, not a potluck. Um, okay. I still feel Katie's heartbreak <laughs> and I do believe she's acting out because of it. I agree with that. No breakup can be, guys, she's publicly going through a divorce, splitting up her assets, losing her beautiful Hallmark home, moving back into an apartment. Like everyone's judging her while she's doing it. And she has to have cameras in her face. So and not she has to, but in order to, you know, kind of survive. So yes, I would imagine that this would be hard. Katie is negative energy, bad vibes. And I'm sure it would be hard not to be negative energy, bad vibes when you're navigating a divorce and your friend group is trying to hook up with your soon-to-be ex-husband. So true, the boundaries that Katie is trying to set are totally unrealistic. And I agree with that more than ever. These are... If Jason and I got a divorce, I'm telling you, both of us can agree. This isn't even a question. We would both agree... I don't care who you're moving on with because we're not going to communicate. Like we're both, it, there are some people who can be if good we get a divorce. Good luck. But <laughs> who? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Good, good luck. luck. Good luck. Mm. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. You're listen. crazy. Okay. Wait, hold I'm, on. Thank you, Swiss. Oh, thank you, Belky. Thank you, Belky. Um, by the way, Belky, I, I just talked to her the other day. We cooked with your spices last night. Jason did. Um, he made this like pork rice bowl. Oh, we love you. Thank you. You're Belky crazy. is where it's at, guys. Go check her out. And I will post her also in the description of this video. Jason, I know that we have to wrap this up because we have our Melissa Gorga interview coming up right now. So will you wrap it up for us while I bring up this right here? Guys, pinned in the live chat, Melissa Gorga, we sat down with her and we are talking Jersey it's premiering in three minutes. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, also, we have coming up. What What do we have coming up? What the hell? I'm so lost. We have Miami. We have we're Wiki recapping Key. tomorrow. We have Wiki Key, which is coming back tomorrow. I know a lot of you guys liked that live. It was on my old channel. Uh, Femtero and I jump in and just kind of have a catch up. We have a lot to talk about tomorrow from Bravo to Royals to what couples should and shouldn't be together based on astrology. So, oh, yeah. And then on top of that, um, what was I going to say? No, we have all of those tomorrow. Oh, and guys, we know about the morning meetings, okay? Everyone keeps asking us about the morning meetings. I'm going to wrap this up in literally less than two minutes. Wrap it we up, tried the, We tried the morning meetings on Up and Adam Channel 2, Monday through Friday. We're going to figure out, Jason and I and Shaylee, what works best, whether it's vlog style, five days, two days, or if it's a live. We will let you guys know by Monday in the community tab. But thank you for being so patient. We're just testing new things out. But guys... Thank you so much for joining us for our Vanderpump Rules recap and also the after party last night. Always so much fun. Now head over to the link pinned in the live chat. Check out the Melissa Gorga exclusive. It's about 30 minutes and we'll see you there. Love you guys. Thank you to all of our super chat, super stickers, mods, and... the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.